welcome to Bank Innovation's Weekly Wrap for the week ending February 14th. We worked on several stories this week. One of mine was I wrote about how Curve is finally expanding to the U.S. I've written several stories about this U.K.-based startup where they consolidate different cards under one app or an, and also one digital and physical card. And they hope to have a beta launch by the end of this year. And according to them, there is a need for this in the United States, so I'm really interested in following how they expand across the pond and also what this means for other parts of their expansion strategy because they had spoken to me before about expanding to other markets across Europe. So I'm really excited to follow what they're going to be doing in the future. Um, what did you work on? Um, I just wanted to add that I, I think that it's going to be interesting to see if there is a use case for what Curve is proposing. <laughs> um, you don't see people wanting to replace their card. Um, at least I haven't seen a lot of evidence to suggest mm -hmm. that there's a huge need for it in the U.S., so mm -hmm. that'll be interesting. Uh, I worked on a story this week, kind of a day two story, about uh, digital bank Varo. It's not a bank yet, it's a banking startup that works in partnership with another bank to offer checking accounts and other bank-type products to U.S. customers. Mm -hmm. uh, Varo has been trying to go through the process to become a bank for the last three years. Uh, they achieved a major uh, milestone this week by getting FDIC approval. Now, they still need approval from the OCC and the Federal Reserve before they become a fully-fledged bank. However, mm -hmm. even them getting this far in the process has led a lot of the um, analysts that I talked to to think that maybe regulators are now becoming more open to digital-only mm -hmm. banks. So the discussion among the analysts was around whether other competing companies that offer similar products to Varo will eventually follow suit mm -hmm. and start trying to pursue the bank charter route. Um, what they told me was that obviously it may not be the best path for everybody because there is a significant expense involved. I believe Varo said that they spent a million, $100 million oh. in the effort to try to do this. They told American Banker that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it remains to be seen whether that is viable for other companies, but um, definitely um, a story that's uh, you know worth following over the yeah. next uh, year. Uh, in addition to that, in digital-only banking news, um, uh, N26, which is a digital-only banking startup, um, they operate in several markets in Europe. Uh, they shut down uh, UK operations mm -hmm. uh, based on the story that our colleague Rick Morgan worked on. They attributed that to Brexit. However, there were other reports that suggested that customer acquisition was an issue. So, mm -hmm. uh, again, it's difficult to, uh, to build a brand in several countries, um, but um, they cited Brexit as the primary reason why. Mm -hmm. So, those were kind of the roundup of most of the stories that I worked on this week. Uh, Angeli, was there anything else noteworthy that you found in the realm of data sharing between um, banks and third-party startups? Yes, well, uh, Wells Fargo announced this week that, that they had reached 1.5 billion transactions on their API network. And uh, I spoke to two people from Wells Fargo uh, earlier today, actually, and they explained that they think it just kind of shows that customers do want that data control and that it is important to have these channels for both their uh, retail and their business customers. They have several uh, agreements with different data aggregators, including Plaid, 
and this is just part of their transition out of uh, screen scraping, which we have also reported that several other banks are in that process as well, including Chase. I mean, I, I think that this just means that Wells Fargo wants to position itself as being open to collaborating with third-party fintech companies in the sense that they want to help people um, you know, share their data with the mm -hmm. third-party providers that they choose. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're positioning themselves in that context, that they are open to that and they want to kind of let consumers know that, that that's where they stand. And they also highlighted their, their participation in the cross-industry consortium mm -hmm. um, that's setting standards around data sharing between banks and third-party mm -hmm. fintechs. So um, Wells Fargo didn't comment about whether they uh, had a, um, an observation to share about Visa's acquisition of Plaid, because you mm -hmm. know that uh, yes. Plaid's one of the data aggregators that Wells Fargo has an agreement with. They yeah. declined to comment any, on any of those. However, they told us that you know, they are supportive of the notion of secure uh, data access mm -hmm. for third-party apps that customers give permission uh, to use their bank data to be able to um, you know, um, set into motion. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to see how several big banks that we have covered, like Chase and Wells Fargo, are part of this group to standardize these connections with APIs, but also to give both the third-party apps a way to connect with customers, but also give customers that extra privacy and control on their data. Yeah, and I think also another interesting thing with Wells Fargo is they rolled out this uh, product called Control Tower. Um, yes. I believe it's been a couple of years since they rolled this out. Yeah, it is. Uh, but it's also... Um, a feature that other institutions are trying to emulate, essentially mm -hmm. give give you an idea of where your data is being shared and mm -hmm. how, and give the customer the power to be able to turn that on and turn that off. So mm -hmm. um, definitely um, a story to continue to watch and see how it evolves. Yeah, I'd like to see what other institutions actually come on board with trying to create a standard for APIs and data control. So I'll definitely be keeping my eye on that in the future. Great, thank you. Thanks.